Hey guys, just wanted to let you know the Patreon is up. Check it out. Patreon.com slash Beer City Media Podcast for all your extra Beer City Media needs. Now on with the show. Welcome. The fuck was that? To the Conspiracy <laughs> Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Larry, Spring Hill, Josh, and the Luma Mommy herself, Miss April. <laughs> and on today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, another cryptid for season three, Dalby Spook. Dead 2019 in the Shoop Kitchen studio, as always, with the skeptic, the mom, and the beard, cryptid, crazy creature named Jeff. Every Jeff out there right now is feeling horribly offended. Mm-hmm. You just attacked my ego. Yeah, but there's like Jeff with a G, Jeff mm-hmm. with a J, Jeff with two Fs, Jeff with one F, or Jeff spelled like Jif, but socially or mentally J-E-O-F <laughs> yeah J J E O F. is that one or is it G-E-O-F I think it's G-E-O-F-F okay. that's like Jeffrey the Geoff. the uh, dinosaur Toys oh. R Us giraffe the, the, Jeffrey giraffe was G-E-O-F who's now on the, the uh, species endangered species <laughs> yep. list oh my god could not believe it when I read that today yes giraffes are ex- gonna be extinct if we don't fucking stop making them in nuggets Mm, yeah, but they're so good in ranch. <laughs> we suggest, can't help myself. Wouldn't what episode was that? Was it Michael Jackson? Yeah, or fifty-one none, of those. It's one of those. Yeah, because yeah. we were talking about a zoo, mm-hmm. Neverland Ranch. That's Security right. guards needed something to eat. <laughs> good gravy. All right. Well, let's hey, let's pull the Thunderbird to the side of the road. A little truth corner action. A scale from one to ten. 
Anybody can pipe up first if they'd like to. How cute is a British talking mongoose? Oh, that's a 10. That's cute. Oh, that's absolutely a 10. Mm-hmm. First of all, with a, anything with a British accent is cute. Hello? So, Except well, maybe that. If Josh farted <laughs> and it sounded British, would that be cute? Like if somebody had farts that came out and just somehow it, it auto-tuned to like a British like, <laughs> crumpet-eating, rich, parliamentary-sounding gent. Would that immediately sound cute? Um, I don't even know if Larry has the editing audio prowess <laughs> to be able to create something a, like that. A British fart. <laughs> a British fart, but one that talks to you. <laughs> We're testing Larry's abilities. Mm, that sounded more Nigerian, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> It's okay. You tried. So, okay. Back to the, the question at hand. Yeah. 10. 10. Yeah. So a, a British mongoose. Mm-hmm. Top of my hat. <laughs> offers you a biscuit. It's weird though, because ma- mongoose, mongooses, mongoose. Is that the correct plural? Sure. Let's invent something. Mongoosen. Uh, mongoosen just in German? general. Maybe. Mm are uh, not very attractive looking animals. They're kind of scary. They have like sharp teeth. They look like rabid otters. Well, what's kind of the best way that I can explain it. But uh, for whatever reason, being British, you're like, "Mm, oh, yeah, I know. And I know how you feel about otters. I I love otters. Just a little black bowler cap on all of a sudden. It's like, yeah, your teeth are all crooked and you have rabies. (laughs) But (laughs) He's got a monocle for whatever reason. Yeah. <laughs> That's, you know, Spring Hill Jack. He was a distinguished gentleman, hmm? somewhat bouncing around. I smoke inside, I am. <laughs> Damn. Huh? Anyway, sounds cute to me. All right. Well, everyone, you say, I'm going to say, yeah, 10. It's, it's cute. It's, it's immediately reminds me of like the movie The Rescuers or something oh, like that. Oh, yep. Yep. Which, if you were part of our Patreon, we had a recent bracket about ah, such a yeah, thing. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all you get. <laughs> anyway. All right. You tease. I'm just a tease. Well, this creature, this whole saga. Now, this story is crazy. I just want you guys to know, brace yourself. This was, okay. a, this was a Larry suggestion, but I know why after reading the story. So it happened. In September of 1931, in order for us to know about the time, we need to hop into Larry's extra warm time capsule. Now it's time for us to open up the time capsule. It is extra warm because I got a remote starter for it now. Oh, yeah. So I was able to, you know, warm it up for 10 minutes before we jumped in. Mm, Those Patreon upgrades, man. (laughs) Yep. Let me press my 1931 button. Yeah, that's better. Here's your music. This is so festive. Everything about this episode is festive so far. Should be after the massacre we had last week. No kidding. Yeah, that's true. This is refreshing. This is like the Andes Mint of podcasts. (laughs) Just refresh the palate. Mm -hmm. This is the Olive Garden Andes Mint. I like that. After your filling meal of... All you can eat pasta, breadsticks, mm-hmm. and 
soup. Yeah. I still like that deal. Best Olive Garden soup. Just a quick round. Not not none. Just not eating at Olive Garden is good for you. <laughs> I just, Fair it, enough. Olive Garden is when you when you hate Italian food but love diarrhea. Mm, yes. I, I am like a the fan. salad. They the do s- have good salad. Salad is good. It's hard to fuck up a salad. Yeah. Though. <laughs> Too like, many croutons. That might be- not enough ranch. It's true. Not enough ranch is a scary situation. It is. Are you saying favorite soup in general, though? Yeah, let's do, we'll do we can do favorite soup. Favorite soup. French Ooh. onion. Ooh. Good choice. Uh, broccoli cheddar. Minestrone. Okay. Lobster bisque. Ooh. Nice. Lobster, still on my list of things that I've never eaten. Good. It's not as good as crab. Okay, fair enough. But I do love a lobster bisque. Yeah. Clam chowder comes in a close second. Love good clam chowder. Has to be, has to be um, in uh, New England, not that Manhattan bullshit. Exactly. So. New England. <laughs> I'm hungry now. Damn it. So let's go right on to film. Ah, uh, yes. Here's your top grossing films of 1931. Frankenstein. Sweet. Which mm-hmm. may have been one of the first films to use special effects. With the, electric, the okay. electric. City Lights. Trader Horn. Very. Matahari. Descriptive. Hell Drivers. The Champ. Palmy Days. Oh, The Champ. I think that's uh, Charlie Chaplin. Okay. Palmy Days, or as I call it, Tuesday Alone with a Bottle of Lotion. <laughs> Post Red Dead 2019. Yeah. <laughs> Susan Lennox, Reducing, and Daddy Long Legs. Mm. <laughs> that one's about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> he wasn't even born yet. It's, a pr- it's like Interesting. a... They foretold the coming. They did. That dude did have long legs. Huh? Yeah. Births. I read his autobiography when yeah. I was a kid. I shouldn't have. No. It was you really intense. Yeah. Him and, him and Daryl Strawberry, I got both the books. Oh, like, man. I didn't know anything. I'm just like, I'm 10. I want to know about my heroes. And it's just like, hookers, blow. Daryl Strawberry had to tape his dick to his leg. It was so big. Yeah. Wow. Attaboy. Had a real <laughs> strawberry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Births, January 5th, Robert Duvall. Ah, great actor. January 17th, this is CNN. James Earl Jones. Nice. Oh. February 6th, Rip Torn. (laughs) February 8th, James Dean. Mm. Oh. He died so early, you don't realize that. If he were alive today, he'd be old as James Earl Jones. Mm -hmm. Wow. Or as old as William Shatner. Interesting. Wait, I cannot believe William Shatner's still alive. What year is this? Nineteen thirty-one. Yeah, you're right. If you're like, holy shit, is this dude almost ninety? Yes. He oh my god! Looks great. He still looks great. Yeah. For twenty nineteen, he, he said something on the Howard Stern show about the reason he looks good is he go he puts on an, an extra five pounds for like every. 10 years he ages, <laughs> and that keeps the skin from wrinkling. Nice. I don't know if it was a joke or if he... Did you ever hear uh, Ernest Borgnine? I think he was on the Today Show, and this this was, gosh, maybe 10 years ago, and someone asked him, like, oh, how, you know, what's the secret to a long life, or how are you, how do you look so young? And he, like, leaned over and whispered into someone's ear, but didn't realize his microphone was still on, and he went, I masturbate a lot. <laughs> I'm I'll have Im- to pose that clip because it is so damn funny. I'm immortal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So March 22nd was William Shatner. Shatner. March 26th was Leonard Nimoy. Oh. Oh, wow. June 20th, Olympia Dukakis. My bad. September 17th, Anne Bancroft. September 21st, Larry Hagman. September 30th, Angie Dickinson. Dickinson. (laughs) Television. May 1st, the first wedding is broadcast by television on New York City's W2XCR. And nobody watching because they're like, that's not my wedding. I don't give a shit. Because they didn't have TVs either, yeah. right? <laughs> like, <clears throat> August at the Berlin radio show, Manfred von Arden gives the world's first public demonstration of a television system using a cathode ray tube for both transmission and reception. Oh. Uh, October 30th, NBC installs a television transmitter on top of the Empire State Building. And on December 22nd, NBC begins broadcasting experimental test transmissions from that transmitter. Television debuts that year. I was going to say, I wonder what they were showing. Exhibition boxing. Oh, yeah. Uh, That would have been big. Hints for swimmers. Breathe. (laughs) (laughs) No, don't don't breathe. That's so crazy. Like, how could you practice your swimming tips when you're watching television? Ah, this all black magic. Ignore that, Hook. I'll teach you how to swim. Keep your head out of the water. Just imagine some, like, mid-40s guy is like, Martha, I got a bring TV. I need a longer extension cord. Put that damn dare TV in the water with me. Gotta be able to see it from underwater, you see? <laughs> I wonder how many, seriously, how many rednecks were like, This shit's witchcraft. He's floating. What the fuck? How'd they get them people in that TV? <laughs> I think it was one of them. Insert racial slur I think it was one of them. Burp, and part of them. Burp. Over there in that burp hole of a country. <laughs> they told me oh, oh, wait. That was last year with the president. My bad. <laughs> yeah. So, also, piano lessons. On TV. Oh. On TV. Interesting. I mean, that's a good, good sure. poll. The television ghost. Really? Yeah. That was a thing. I wonder what it was. Uh, I'm a ghost, and uh, I'll be your host tonight. <laughs> oh, Martha, the TV's haunted. <laughs> Our first guest is uh, my friend Casper. Boo, boo. He's got a bit of a hurt jaw. He's been working overtime. And you've been watching NBC. <laughs> and television today. So uh, this is what's on TV today. I guess. I don't know what the Swimming tips. Uh, Swimming tips and piano lessons. (laughs) At the same time. Extreme. Births. January 13th, Charles Nelson Riley. Oh, wow. March 11th, Rupert Murdoch. The guy who owns Fox. Hey, I got a question for you. Yeah. So Charles Nelson Riley, he was kind of like one of those mainstays for those Sid and Marty Croft shows. He was also on like every game show. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. on a lot of game shows. Now... Speaking of Sid and Marty Croft, did you watch like HR Puff and stuff at all when you were no. like, no, or your older brother? I, I'm pretty sure Andy did. Yeah. Cause I know, do you remember the banana splits, the weird show with God. all the people in like, um, like it, five nights at Freddy's looking. It sounds weird. familiar. They're remaking that old seventies show, but as a horror movie. Oh shit. I just read that. You can today. do that with nice. any of those shows. Oh yeah. I swear. Dude, those, those shows are creepy as fuck. The first time I saw HR Puff and stuff, I was like, Oh my god, that acid I took in high school like came back because I saw it in the Navy and I'm like, is this for real? I love HR Puff and Pass. 
there's a puffin stuff I can get behind. Puffin stuffed crust. I was upset. I seriously, there was a weird time where I was, I was so obsessed with him. He was my my MySpace picture for like a year. Just had HR puffin stuff going like this. Ah, uh, let's see here. June fourteenth, Marla Gibbs. You might remember her from the Jeffersons or Two Two Seven. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, July sixth, Della Reese, touched by an angel. Touched by an uncle, whatever that show's yeah. called. <laughs> July twenty seventh, Jerry Van Dyke. Okay. August twenty fifth, Regis Philbin. All right. Can't believe it's born back then. Yeah, I was gonna say he's not dead. <laughs> no. And October thirty first, Dan Rather. Oh, and this has been all I know. He's not dead either, right? No, he's not. Okay. I think he just got in trouble for saying a slightly racially insensitive thing. Oh, that guy's from... I think Mexicans need to... Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Newsy type stuff. In January, the National Committee for Modification of the Volstead Act is formed to work for the repeal of prohibition. A lot right. of this stuff you're going to read now relates to our last episode because it's a few yeah. a few years mm-hmm. later. Yep, they realized how dumb it was. This will make this I think really gives you an idea of how back far back we are. January third, Albert Einstein begins doing research at the California Institute of Technology. Wow! Wow! Along with astronomer Edward Edwin Hubble. Oh the golly, Hubble. don't you know, <laughs> Edwin? I'm Edwin. I see a planet. I'm the Mad Hatter. <laughs> January 6th, Thomas Edison submits his last patent. Wow. <laughs> He's got to be in his... Soon the lights would be off for him. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're leading... This is... You know, I think about this now. I think this is leading up to World War II. Yeah. Ugh. And Just before the lead up. Yeah. February 4th, Soviet leader Joseph Stalin gives a speech calling for rapid industrialization, arguing that the only strong industrialized countries will win wars while weak nations are beaten. Stalin states, we are 50 or 100 years behind the advanced countries. We must make good this distance in 10 years. Either we do it or they will crush us. Rusev crush. I don't know what that means in 1931, but the first five-year plan (laughs) in the Soviet Union is intensified for the industrialization and collectivization of agriculture. February 12th, Vatican Radio, first broadcast. Interesting. I'm Pope. This is uh, number 13 on the low. This is. This one. The Saints go marching in. Followed up by 10 Hail Marys. <laughs> Remember, keep your finger in the button and out of the children. February 14th, the original <laughs> film version of Dracula with Bella Lugosi is released. Classic. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dr. Acula. <laughs> Fine. February 20th, California gets the go-ahead by the Con- United States Congress to build the San Francisco-Oakland Bay Bridge. Nice. March 3rd, the Star-Spangled Banner is adopted as the United States National Anthem. And all the racist terms have to mm-hmm. be removed. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> and the beep, 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 beep of the beep, 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 beep. I like this, song, this version. <laughs> March 17th, Nevada legalizes gambling. April 25th, the automobile manufacturer Porsche is founded by Ferdinand Porsche in Stuttgart. May 1st, construction of the Empire State Building is completed. October 4th, Dick Tracy, the comic strip detective, character created by cartoonist Chester Gold, makes his appearance in the Detroit Mirror newspaper. And on October 17th, American gangster Al Capone is sentenced to 11 years in prison for tax evasion. 
Ah, uh, yes. How about her inventions? Yes. Alka-Seltzer. For your tummy. Mm-hmm. Fatties worldwide rejoice. Because they can eat a little bit more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> should have saved my ass many a time. Oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> I never even knew what it was. I remember my, being like, oh, man, I have... I had a, I had a, I had a juice and I had a hamburger or something and like it was just a bad combo. I would refuse to take it because I would see my grandparents use the effervescence for their dentures, oh. and I thought it was the same thing because <laughs> it looked the same. Plop plop fizz fizz. <laughs> Otherwise known as Josh's poops. <laughs> I can't agree or disagree. <laughs> December 14th, British electronics engineer Alan Bloomline of EMI submits a UK patent for, quote, improvements in the relating to sound transmission, sound recording, and sound reproduction systems, also known as stereo sound. Oh. Uh, let's see. Lazio Biro first exib- exhibits his ballpoint pen. And George Bocamp invents the electric guitar. Nice. Hmm. I didn't uh, realize it was that. Yeah, that early or yeah, late? I feel like that might be actually. Remember, this is just probably later than I. Right when blues is starting, so makes you wonder how much one of those guitars would run if you Ins- can find one. It, insane! It runs on gas. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you got to turn the choke off first. I <laughs> guess uh, sport fan. World Series: St. Louis Cardinals defeat the Philadelphia Athletics. To win the 1931 World Series, four games to three. Sounds like a good series. Nice. Mm-hmm. And that has been your time capsule. Take our love letters in the sky. I love this. So, according to the Wikipedia article that I found detailing our dear Jeff, the British talking mongoose, in September of 1931, the Irving family, consisting of James, Margaret, and a 13-year-old daughter named Voyerie, V-O-I-R-R-E-Y. Valeri? Voyerie. Voyering. I listened to it in she the documentary, She liked to watch people too. change. I, look, just let me mention one thing, and I don't want to prop myself up or anything. This is one of the rare non-drinky Ryan episodes. <laughs> I'm, I've had a little of a rough time lately, and I'm taking a clean month, so... I did do a little extra to try to make sure I wasn't slaughtering the English language <laughs> as much as I normally do. But I'm sure there'll be some in here. Anyway. Badiki. Matiki. Yeah, that's Odemi Badiki. That's a couple too hard right there. It's the new kid rock song. I don't even remember what that was for. The dinosaur Jurassic Bork. Okay. All right, anyway, say. <laughs> Josh is still just face palmed again. Oh, oh. subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> okay, so the the Irving family, like I said, James, Margaret, and a thirteen-year-old daughter named Voyery claimed they heard persistent scratching, rustling, and vocal noises. Now, remember in the beginning, <laughs> oh, that was not burp. That was power. Was or that was a burp. I apologize. We could tell it had a different tone to it. That one, yeah. that one was unexpected. That uh-huh. was not that, planned. That, that one, one creeped out by itself. Yeah, that one snuck up from behind. <laughs> it <and laughs> came up my throat. I was like, I'm coming out. And I'm just trying to talk. Just came okay. up from behind. Just. Yep. Yeah. 
Okay, so the noise in the, the, at the very beginning of the episode, we played you what was supposedly audio of the talking mongoose with a little bit of 30s music in the background. So that's what that was, and that's why I was like, what the fuck? Because even listening to it now for like the fifth time, it's like, huh? But we'll get to that. So this family heard the vocal noises behind the farmhouse's wooden wall panels that variously resembled a ferret, a dog, or a baby. What? There's so much. Yeah. That's kind of a spread as far as like physical shapes are concerned. According to the Irvings, a creature named Jeff introduced. Now, by the way, this is spelled G E F in case you want to Google this introduced itself and told them it was a mongoose born in New Delhi, India in 1852. Which is a long time ago. Oh, Indy, you are named after the dog. Oh, these are bad dates. I'm just going to... Qu- how may I help you? My name is Jeff. <laughs> According to Voiri, the daughter, Jeff was the size of a small rat with yellowish fur and a large bushy tail. Mm-hmm. The Irvings say that so Jeff... squirrel? I mean, yeah. he was mad. Yeah, I mean... A squirrel I- with jaundice. <laughs> the Irvings say that Jeff communicated to them that he was... I have cirrhosis of the liver. It's a sad tail. <laughs> He was an extra, extra clever mongoose, an earthbound spirit and a ghost in the form of a mongoose. And once said, this is what he said. I am a freak. I have hands and I have feet. And if you saw me, you'd faint. You'd be petrified, mummified, turned into a stone or a pillar of salt. Which sounds biblical to me. He does. <laughs> Jeff, the, the, he's, yeah, he's a preacher. On, yeah. Yeah. Prophet Jeff. <laughs> and what's the Bible story about the the family that leaves Sodom and Gomorrah? Yes, yeah. and where she turns around and turns into a stone. I thought it was the thing of salt. Pillar salt. salt. Pillar yeah. salt. Yeah. yeah, same thing. We did pretty good considering none of us are the yeah, churchgoers. No Sunday right? school very often. No, uh, the Irvings made various claims about Jeff. He supposedly guarded their house and informed them of the approach of guests. Or any unfamiliar dog. So he was a security just, guard. Squeaky, 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 squeaky. <laughs> <laughs> He's just running. Who is it? <laughs> That's Lando Base. <laughs> I'm going to get into these incidents before we. Oh, go God. Too long. So this gets interesting. So they said that if someone had forgotten to put out the fire at night, night Jeff would go down and stop the stove. <laughs> That's where you play your pee sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> the Irvings claim Jeff would also wake people up when they overslept. Ryan, Ryan, it's 6.30. You should be gone by now. <laughs> um, That's a thoughtful mongoose. Whenever mice got into the house, Jeff supposedly assumed the role of the cat, although he preferred to scare them rather than kill them. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> The Irvings say they gave Jeff biscuits, chocolates, and bananas, and food <laughs> and food was left for them in a saucer suspended from the ceiling, which he took when he thought no one was watching. The Irvings claimed the mongoose regularly accompanied them on trips to the market, but always stayed on the other side of the hedges, <laughs> chatting incessantly. So, Martha, did you hear about Jim down the street? He's cheating on his wife. 
Can you believe that? And it's just this fucking dog licking its asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> look, and, and, and he makes a slight, like, notice of him, but then mm-hmm. basically goes and, like, starts to, like, pod his dick for a second <laughs> after licking its asshole. I think he's got the crabs. <laughs> Do you think that they instructed Jeff to, like, remember certain things, like, remember the list of things that they needed to pick up oh, at the market? Like, it was, like, the 1930s Alexa. <laughs> Jeff Alexa. Jeff Lexa. Yeah. The- Jeff, uh, remind me tomorrow to pick up porridge. Now playing porridge on Spotify. <laughs> God damn it, Jeff. Oh, I need to remember to pick up biscuits and porridge. Can you remember? Lights on the garage have been turned off. <laughs> this fucking thing doesn't listen. The weather forecast for today. Shut the fuck up, Jeff. Your travel to work should take 19 minutes. Traffic is light. <laughs> That's real life Alexa right there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the story of Je- Jeff became popular in the tabloid press because eventually Voira did let the people know and that became a thing. Many journalists. Oh, sorry. That was, that was me. Jeff, we need new cables. Jeff, Engineer Jeff, come to the rescue again. <laughs> hey, Jeff, are you subscribed to our Patreon? Yeah, I think we're. I will. I'll go to patreon.com slash Beer City Media Podcast. That's true. Anyway, so it became popular in the press. Many journalists flocked to the aisle of man to try to catch a glimpse of the creature. Several other people, both locals and visitors, claimed to have heard Jeff's voice. And two claim to have seen it. Okay. Two claim to have seen it. However, physical evidence was lacking, though they did get hairs, which they brought to a local hairman. God damn it, Jeff. You're leaving your hairs all over us. Don't you know people are allergic to mongoose? I'm sorry. I shave and sometimes I forget to rinse the sink. You also forget to flush the toilet, you little bastard. Come on, those those little things can't bother you. They sink after all. That's right. At least he knows how to use the toilet. Can't flush. I mean, you know how hard do you have to pull on the handle when you're a mongoose? True. Poor Jeff. Now, there were found footprint stains on the wall and hair samples claimed to be evidence of Jeff that were identified as belonging to the Irving sheepdog, though. That's where some Mm -hmm. people think that that came from. He blamed on the sheep. The dog. As that we're, me. I didn't fart. It was the dog again. <laughs> and this is my one reminder to myself to later on post this on our Instagram page. There were pictures of Jeff, oh. which I will post on our Instagram. Hmm. Ooh. Margaret and Voiry Irving left the home in 1944 after the, the death of James Irving. They reportedly had to sell the farm at a loss because it had the reputation of being haunted. In 1946, Leslie Graham, the actor who had bought their farm, claimed in the press that he had shot and killed Jeff. What a dick! (laughs) The body displayed by Graham was, however, black and white and much larger than the famous mongoose, and Voiry Irving was certain that it was not Jeff. She died in 2005. In an interview published late in life, she maintained that Jeff was not her creation. Now, there is a... There is a story, and this is taken from a book 
by which a man named Harry Price published with R.S. Lambert in 1936. The following that I will read from harrypricewebsite.co.uk deals with the talking mongoose that they met. So I'm going to go into a few little stories about tomfoolery that Jeff did. And they do. This is an interesting case because there are parts of it that lean cryptid, but other parts that lean paranormal. Hmm. We'll get to that. So according to Mr. Price, I have been asked to do some queer things during my 30 years investigation of the alleged supernormal. For example, when lecturing in Paris, I was invited to take up my perch on top of the Eiffel Tower and investigate a haunted kiosk where ivories, cheap jewelry, and similar souvenirs simply vanished into thin air. And it was thought that the thief must be a psychic one. Again, a poor woman came to see me one day and stated that for three consecutive nights, she had dreamt that a near relative recently buried was not dead, but in a trance. Could I procure for her an exhumation order and make some tests? Oh, boy. So anyway, curious as these requests may appear, they are commonplace compared with one I received in the winter of 1932 from a lady in the Isle of Man. My correspondent informed me that a farmer friend of hers, a Mr. James T. Irving, had discovered in his house an animal which, after a little coaxing, had developed the power of speech, was practically human except in form. Would I care to interview the little beast? I replied that further data would be desirable before I d- decided to investigate. So, they, uh, Mr. Price finds the family to be hospitable. In mm-hmm. fact, they're really, really nice people. And this becomes one of those cases where you're dealing with people who, it's kind of like with the Mothman, where something happened that so many people came forward and these were honest to God, good people. And you're just like, Really? <laughs> Josh just showed me a picture of he's Jeff. A, a dapper. He's a dapper weasel. And I loved it. But <laughs> the longer on. you look at it, the funnier it gets, too. <laughs> so anyway, in a letter, he described the animal as a yellowish tinge like ferret. The, t- the tail is long and bushy and tinged with brown and size about the length of a three parts grown rat in the body without the tail. The mongoose for that is what the creature said he was when he became on a friendly terms with the host. Now they did consider him to be friendly. Like, yeah, yeah it didn't seem like he did anything mm. malicious. So. He just was loud and would chatty. So like Asher. Yeah. Yeah. But not as cute. Fair enough. I don't know. Asher's not British. We can change that, I guess. If we make him watch enough Peppa Pig, I'm sure we could influence his his speech. (laughs) God, I fucking hate Peppa Pig. Eat like a Peppa Pig. (laughs) Oh, daddy. Anyway. We're walking bacon, we all. Now, they... So, basically what happened was, is the noises that the family told them about that the mongoose was making consisted of barking, growling, spitting, and persistent blowing, which would keep the family awake at night. Of course. God damn it, Martha, the mongoose is getting in the chocolate milk again. I was going to say, he sounds like he's licking himself. <laughs> Who knows? He's blowing himself. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's blowing himself. Wouldn't you, if you were Mongoose? Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The more you know. So anyway, as the animal can make such curious noise, perhaps it could imitate a human being. So the farmer gave imitations of, of the calls of various creatures, domestic and others, and was astonished to find them accurately reproduced. In a few days, quote, I am still quoting from his original letter, said Price. We had only to name the particular animal or bird and instantly, always without error, it gave the correct call. So it'd be like, make a bird call. and be like, holy shit, that was THX sound surround accurate. Yes. And that's Martha. And that's a gorilla. It was Martha the wife, not the cow. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cat. So anyway, uh, Mr. Irving had a daughter. That's the dog. Worry. <laughs> okay, Jeff. We get it. You're cool. You're like a modern day soundboard. <laughs> so. As time went on, it was quite obvious that the animal who is not <laughs> it's a dolphin had now. been capable of talking, laughing, <laughs> singing from the day he took up the abode with the Irvings. He could the, sing? Yeah. And that the animal noises and mimicking were intended as a humorous introductory leg pull. Wow. It's not quite clear whether the mongoose said his name was Jeff, but that is what the Irvings called him, and he said that he liked it. Now, Jeff told the farmer a good deal about himself. He said he came from India, where he had been chased by natives. Apparently, he, apparently he belongs to the well-known Herpestes Mungo family. Herpestes Mungo family. First cousins of the... Sounds e- like a fun Saturday night, Saturday morning cartoon. We're the Herpestes Mungo family. We have herpes, That's the not the mama baby of the family. (laughs) We have herpes. Yeah. Come here, dad. Let me hit you. Metal objects. You ever see the way they ended that show? Dinosaurs. It was pretty brutal. They're like, they die. Everyone dies. The ice age happens. Oh, Um, the last episode. They're looking outside and it starts snowing and they're like, sure. It's getting cold. Fade to black. Yeah. <laughs> it like starts to snow and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got the same sense of humor we do. Anyway. <laughs> so journey plays at the end. Don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. <laughs> now. Very rarely something dashes along a beam or he glimpses the tip of a tail rounding a corner. According to Mr. Irving, he wasn't seen that often. On the other hand, his wife and daughter had seen him face to face and Voiry, the daughter, had even attempted to photograph him. Once Jeff posed on the wall for her, but just as she was about to press the button, he darted off and was not heard for days. Jeff explained that he is afraid of being caught, not by the camera, but by a trap. Hence his timidity. Timidity? Yeah, his timidness. Sometimes Jeff follows them to the nearest town when they go to market. Mr. Irving invited 
Mr. Price to hear the phenomenon for himself and kindly offered him the hospitality of his home. Like I said, they were Mm -hmm. really nice people. Now, he did kind of look through different books to see maybe if he ties through some old mythological beasts or some creatures, um, which are human in everything but shape. Today, the Australian natives believe that the wild dog has the power of speech. And now this is third, 1936. The, the Breton peasants credit all birds with language, which they mm. try to interpret. The bear in Norway is regarded as almost a man, and the Red Indians consult the native bear Kerbo-Ra when they are in distress, and the Iowas converse with serpents. Even in physical research, talking animals are not unknown. Who has not heard of the Alberfed horses? Not I. <laughs> nope, that's a new one. Certainly these equinine wonders spoke with their hooves and not with their mouths. So anyway. The next day. Sign language. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> their hooves. It's tough to do with the hooves. Trample, though. trample, trample. So anyway. These are a few of the incredible experiences they had. In June of 1932, Jeff told the farmer that he had been chased in India by natives and frequently shot at. In the same month, Jeff became tamer and allowed the farmer's wife and daughter to stroke him and feel his teeth. Hey-o. While while he was on a beam. Stroke me. Stroke me. They fed fed him bacon, sausages, banana, chocolates, etc., but he would not touch milk and water. He began killing rabbits for the family. He strangled them and thoughtfully left them outside in a convenient position with their legs in the air. Bitch, you owe me money. <laughs> During the next year or so, he slaughtered scores of them, and the faunal equilibrium of the district was in danger of being upset. So, a lot of little creatures were getting destroyed. I mean, once you get that taste for blood, man, you, you can't get that out of your system. They say when you stare into the abyss, the abyss stares back into you. I didn't even try to do an accent <laughs> that time. So in June 1934, the farmer asked Jeff if the uh, Mr. Price could visit him again. Yes, was the reply, but not, oh, Uh-oh. but not Price. He's got the doubt. He's got his doubting cap on. In July, he began doing little tricks for the farmer's friends. A person would go outside on the porch and play some pennies on a stone, Jeff, with his eye to a squint hole, would then say whether they were heads or tails. Sometimes tails. he was right. Heads. Tails. In October of 1934, another reference was made to Mr. Price. Jeff said he liked the uh, his his partner, but not Harry Price. So the the guy that wrote this article, the mongoose did not like. Okay. He's the man who puts the kibosh on the spirits. So it's like, what is he talking about? I don't he's, know. He's, he's, he's a buzzkill. Right. He's, he's killing my ch- chill right now. My chill has, is gone. My bitch. <clears throat> you ever tried CBD? No. I can't vape. I have the lung capacity. Okay. Anyway, so I don't know where that was going. I don't know I'm either. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> so anyway, basically, 
there was this time when Mr. Duncan based his opinion upon a comparison of the hairs of various animals, which they found to be of a collie dog. He found that the shape and pattern of the cut, the scales and the medulla. I can, I I can't talk even. I'm sorry. I don't know why. Dummy, (laughs) Madiki, Matiki, Moskovijsk. Sufficiently close to Yeah. So basically, the the dude thought it was his dog Mm. when they examined it. Um, there was an some no noises that it continued to make for them, but mostly his partner believed him. The guy that wrote it didn't. They went back and forth about it. They had paranormal (laughs) investigators, and the gist of it is, at the end of the day, they pretty much figured out that it was the youngest daughter ventriloquist. Really? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, I wasn't sure if, if they were, if you were going to say if they ever solved it, but that was this whole time. I'm like, it was somebody doing ventriloquism though. Like I said, in that's 2005, really when she mm-hmm. died, she denies it. She denied it. Well, of she course died. they're not going to, it's like, she's like a magician. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if it went on that long, in fact, the, uh, the article on the front page of the Wikipedia uh, says schoolgirl may have powers of ventriloquism from a 1932 article. So hmm. the press had kind of. It's not a power. No, it's a skill. It is. Yes, my ventriloquism. Back when I was younger. Nice. Thanks, Grandma. We'll see you after the break. Second segment time for some of the segments you know and love. It is a cryptid episode, which means we have to ask ourselves a question. What if today it's a very European version of what if we have three cryptids sitting down for tea and crumpets together at a local Tea and Crumpet Shop. Josh will play the shop owner. Larry will play Jeff, the talking mongoose with the bowler cap. Yours truly will be Spring Hill Jack. And Miss Shoot will be playing Old Nessie. Singing songs of Piccadilly Strand and Leicester Square till Paddy got excited and he shouted to them. And that's when the three cryptids walked through the door into the (laughs) tea and crumpet shop when suddenly they were greeted by the Dang. Oh, hello there. I am Micah. I own this shop of pastries and delightful teas. 
My apologies. <laughs> I didn't. I, I was here for tea. I didn't realize that uh, I walked into a cable store. <laughs> That's funny you say that. That's the the third time today I've heard that. You see, what? Who are your friends here? This is Nancy. Why does it smell like curry in here? Oh, it's, it's a special flavor tea, you see. <laughs> well, who's this bouncy fellow over here? Ah, sorry. I can't lower to you, mate. I'm feeling a little foggy. Uh, do you have anything to give me some pep? Oh, I've got lots of stuff for you, pep in this stuff. Monster Energy tea. With a shot of Red Bull, you see, you shall be back on your feet in no time. <laughs> Boy, it kind of morphed into like a Mickey Mouse sort of thing there. Yeah. Did you catch that? Well, that's okay, guys. Let's just, can we get three teas and whatever crumpets you recommend so yes. me and my friends can talk? Oh, crumpets, that's, that's a very broad uh, st- uh, thing you see. Oh, I my need to God, know the culinary want. expert here, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, Nessie, Nessie. It's, Nessie. it's a skit, goddamn it. It's fucking pulling teeth. That's what this is. Nessie. This might as well be called dentistry. Because <laughs> we're just pulling teeth. Okay. Three teas, please, and three biscuits. Fine, and you. then we need to talk. Okay, fine. I'll go get your damn teeth. Jesus. So. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah, we've dropped the accent. I'm just dropping. Let's just do it. I'm Spring Hill Jack. Yeah, I'm the talking... <laughs> Jeff, that's my name. The fucking talking weasel. Nessie? What up? <laughs> how, you, how you guys... How's your week been going? Eh. Yeah? Eh. Do, they, do they believe that you exist yet? I mean, you've been talking the whole time. I, I always... I go with them to the grocery store, and I'm always like, six pack and some corn chips, bitch. See, it's all about communication. Oh, okay. They they tell me I slippity slap, but I tell them I have a dream of opening a bra dispensary. I did not know that. Yeah, that's why I fingle fondle the boobs fingle real quick. Fungle? It's one of my terms. Okay. Is that the name? Brand fingle fondle. The bras, bras are gonna be called Spring Hill bras. And finger fungles. Nothing. How I don't you know, doing? I, I when are you planning on opening up? I'd love to come visit. Mm. Do you have boobs, Nessie? Uh, Maybe. I have one. Like no, do reptiles breastfeed? No. Yeah. They're not mammals. You're right. We fish feed. Fish feed? <laughs> how do fish feed a bit? Nessie, how do fish feed? Uh, through their gills. Oh. Okay, we're learning stuff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so what do we have? He's been standing there the whole time. He's... <laughs> He's just shaking his head. He's got the crumpet or biscuits and. Oh, here's your tea. Oh, yeah, <laughs> tea. And, uh, what do you like in your tea? Ooh, honey. Honey. Okay. Mm-hmm. I CBD oil. Okay, you're deep. <laughs> gone deep. You, you dove in head first in the CBD world. I did. I don't blame you. Uh, I like a little cream in my tea. Oh, hot tea. If it's cold tea, just a little lemon. Iced tea, lemon's good. I like yeah. lemon and honey. Never mind, honey, no one asked you. <laughs> I'm still just, you guys haven't taken your crumpets yet? Okay. Some of us are still in character, you see. <laughs> I'm putting jam on my crumpet. <laughs> what kind of jam am I putting on, Larry? Uh, raspberry. Mm, Ooh, I do love it. That's, that's not Larry. Jam. That's me trying to do Larry's soundboard. Who's Larry? 
Oh, shit. Larry is this guy we know owns a soundboard. Oh, okay. He's really good looking. This is the most. awesome haircut. This is the most meta what if we ever did. (laughs) And that's been it. Oh, good. I actually like that. It's the scary, yeah. scary movie parody. Of, April of never got to be in character. I was for a minute. Yeah, we all yeah. tried it for a second. Yeah. And we're like, yeah. And then I looked at you and I'm like, are we going to do the same smoke shop thing yeah. we did before? And it's like, drop it. You okay, know what? Good what, call. Good call. Half of this <laughs> podcast stayed in character. Good job, Larry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was a simple button push. Low effort. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus. We will always try that. And we'll keep doing it until we succeed. So it might be a while. Whenever we want to find answers to the questions on the internet, we go to one site and that's Yahoo Answers. Yahoo! So let me just tell you. Yeah. I, uh, Obviously, there's not a whole lot about any talking mongoose, um, but there were an alarming amount of questions asked about squirrels talking to the dead. What? Yeah. Like, I, I'm talking, there are, I found at least, I think, 13 or 14 entries of that question being asked, can squirrels talk to the dead? You think maybe that's like a lot of just like, drug use people in like cemeteries who see squirrels like I dearly beloved Shaggy <laughs> was a wonderful squirrel who tried to cross the road way too soon the tire treads are a reminder of how short our lives can be a reminder to live life at its fullest thank you Jerry Seinfeld Jerry Springer that guy hmm yeah. Final thought. Yeah. What is the deal with these dogs? They're always chasing us up the tree, down the tree. What is the deal? Jerry Springfield. Jerry Squirrelfield. Squirrelfield, oh yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so yes, so tonight we're asking the question, can squirrels talk to the dead? Uh, user Mel responded, I'm a squirrel whisperer, and your question deserves an honest yes. Question, before he... Yes. Do you really think there are people out there that believe they can talk to squirrels? Absolutely. Yes. Mm. Oh, yeah, there has to be. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've we've heard some crazy stuff on this show. I don't doubt it at all. Kronk can. Yeah, right. Kronk can, the football player? Sure. <laughs> He's done. I can believe it. Well, I can see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, another user, Dave, just Dave. <laughs> wrote, no, only chipmunks and otters can. That's right. Interesting. Um, This anonymous user wrote, I have been seeing a lot of squirrels digging in my front yard. I have tons of dead people buried in my front yard from the Holocaust. From the the Holocaust over here in Poland. I think the squirrels are trying to talk to them. Wow. The Holocaust was horrible. Wake up. (laughs) Yeah. You, know, you got nuts in your pocket. Yeah. Oh just, just squirrels just like, you got a raw deal, man. <laughs> you really got screwed. <laughs> so, uh, user Mifail 
English? That's impossible. <laughs> me fail. Me, oh, no, it gets a- better. Me fail English? That's impossible. Simpsons reference. Right. Uh, wrote, yes, a squirrel once helped me channel my grandma. Bless his fuzzy little heart. User Bob wrote only on Tuesdays and at the big tree at half past nine. That's like two Larry jokes in a row. I right know. <laughs> User Faraz wrote, yes, I asked my pet squirrel to talk to my friend who died in the Iraqi war. Rip his soul and we are all with him. Oh, that's oh, that's escalated quickly. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> Rip. This user, uh, anonymous user wrote, of course they can. They're squirrels. It's what they do. What if there really was like a language that squirrels and like cats and dogs said every day? We would hear a whole lot of get off of me, dog. Mm-hmm. I am not another dog. Stop humping me in the butt. I know. Lando likes to hump in our here, cats. here, that's yeah. what we'd hear. Yes. Uh, user Alien wrote, yes, but only on Sundays. They are very hard to understand, though, with all those nuts in their mouths. Pop nuts in my mouth. <laughs> I just cue that up for yeah, you. Just do it before he hits the button. Pop nuts in my mouth. That's interesting to me. So they talk to the dead. Yep. That's right. And there's people that can hear what they say mm-hmm. and talk to them. Right. Interesting. Yep. Um, this person said they're like they're um, what's the seance people? Yeah. Oh, they're Telepathic? like oh a medium, medium. Oh yeah, yeah. Sensing the letter P. Well, I do have to go to the bathroom. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, this anonymous user wrote, "I've heard one talking to itself before, and I thought maybe it was talking to the dead." Okay. God damn it, Larry! I forgot your keys again. Motherfucker! How are you gonna get back to my house? This user wrote. Well, it's a possibility and very likely because squirrels have been known to attack people and animals are without a doubt the only way to communicate with the spirit world. And then my my favorite answer uh, from a deleted account Uh-oh. wrote, yes, why else would they be in the road dancing when a car comes? <laughs> what if they were all suicidal? <laughs> They're just like, fuck it. Yep. I can- oh, the sweet release of death. All the nuts in the world. Oh, Lordy. But yes, that's that's been your Yahoo Answers. Hey, now we know. Squirrels can talk to the dead. It's like Fraser Crane taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, the best way I've heard anything described. Yep. And it actually, it's called Fraser Shit and Music. There you <laughs> go. Guys, 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 and girl. It is time for us to give a motherfucking verdict. In one corner, four podcasters you trust to tell you that they have a Patreon. And in the other corner, six or seven squirrels surrounding Jeff. What's up, bitches? They started a posse. Some of them talk to the dead. Some of them talk to humans. And some of them... Talk to us. Talk to us. Hey, we talked to Squonks. Yeah. I feel like Squonk would be like the outcast, like the the, the slide guy. whistle player. Oh my god, that whiny bitch won't stop crying. <laughs> <laughs> we have to determine, do we think Jeff was real in this instance? Now, I know I said that the press dubbed Voira as being the one that was 
supposedly ventriloquizing this voice or making this voice. She was the ventriloquist. Yes. But there were still people other than the family who cited it. And there were still people that heard it. And now I know we dealt with this a bit when we did the uh, the, the UK house that was haunted. I can't remember the name. Oh, yeah. That was from The Conjuring 2. Yeah, The Conjuring uh, Enfield. 2. Enfield Poltergeist. Because in that, they had determined that there could have possibly been a voice in the back of the girl's throat. Right. So the question is, do we think it was just the girl, or do we think it's possible that maybe there's an anthropomorphized squirrel mongoose creature? You know the answer. I know. <laughs> but I just like the idea of it being real. I, I like the idea of a, maybe a, a spirit stuck in... Mm-hmm. Like a Chucky, but for a mongoose. Yeah, and like, can you imagine the moment that he realized he was stuck in a mongoose body? <laughs> like, he awa- he awakens from death and looks down, and he's like, oh, god damn it! Seriously? <laughs> this? Have been a shark? <laughs> or a giraffe? Right? Oh, Although that's not looking so great now either. No. You just look down, and you're like, I have no dick! <laughs> I'm nine stories tall. What's going on here? Well, that's if you're a giraffe. But I mean, like she's saying, if you become a mongoose, oh, yeah. you're sudden you got an urge to eat worms and dirt. Yeah, there are like few animals that I would want to come back as. Yeah. Dog is top of my list. Yeah. Cat. Yeah. Bird, maybe. I'd Some say fly. dog, too. Yeah. Dogs leave pretty cushy Belly rubbins. Yeah. All right, Treats. so it's just—it's a, a round of nose. yeah, it's, it's a round of nose. It, I think it existed in the fact that it probably there may have been a mongoose there, but mm-hmm. she was still doing the voice. Well, yeah, I don't think he was coming in and like turning the lights off and folding their laundry. And oh my god, are we air conditioning the entire neighborhood? Close the door, <laughs> seriously. Who's paying the bills around here? And not only that, but I feel like the people who say they heard something, it's active imagination. Have you ever heard of mongoose? They no. make screaming type yeah. noises. Mongoose, mongoose, and mongooses are terrifying. Just like deer. Like people are like, oh, when a deer speaks, it's the most beautiful, beautiful Majest- thing you've ever. Yeah. That's me doing an impersonation <laughs> of a beer. A beer? Of a, a deer. beer? There's plenty of impersonations of me with doing impersonations yeah. of beer. Yeah. But anyway. I so, wish it were true, though. Yeah. No, like I said, I tried to flip the script a bit on this one. Instead of saying how scary is, how cute is it? And also, you know, is it something that would be fun? Yeah, it would be fun, but it's not real. Right. That's your verdict. Well, we've done all the things. We got one last thing to do today, and it's going to be I did a cryptid. I did a cryptid. <laughs> ah, yes. I did a cryptid. So, the Ram- Ramadillo, one last time, that was me. So, I'll go first today. And what I'm going to do is I'm getting two cards from Leary. As are my other three hosts. And what we're going to do is we're going to make ourselves a brand spanking new cryptid. Give me something good. Give I already seen mine. I'm already good. fucked. 
I've had this one before, too. Uh-oh. I think April's got a really good one. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh. All right. Oh, I'm excited already. So we give ourselves a little bit God of time. Damn it. Okay. We mix our characters together. We make a new cryptid. So oh. I went last time, so I'm going to go first. My two animals are a crocodile and a penguin. We seem to get a lot of penguins. We do. <laughs> this one's going to be called a penguin dial <laughs> That you dial up? So basically, this is a penguin with a fucking crocodile head. Which means it can swim fast and chomp hard. It can also ride a surfboard. That's it. <laughs> I, I it's pretty good. I hope you're ready to lose because I have a oh kangaroo boy. and a kangaroo. <laughs> so it's a kangaroo inside you, a kangaroo. I had remember when I got the penguin and the penguin. Right. I feel your pain, bro. So you this is a kangaroo. This is a kanga too. Kangaroo nice. squared <laughs> and bouncing everywhere. It's hip to be a kangaroo. And Just trying to hype you. So the Huey king- Lewis and the Roos. <laughs> <laughs> it- oh, I love that band. Oh, so it's the kangaroo is a mammal <laughs> that can jump really high. Like, uh, I got a new pouch and it has uh, new pouches pouch. for all your different needs. And, um, if they have a children, it's called a Tui. Nice. <laughs> Tui. That's nice. what I took this morning. Right? Tui. Oh, boys and girls. There's more no, of an afternoon Tui. Yeah. No one beating this. Boy, do I have a doozy for you guys. I'm excited. This is a bad I don't care animal. to win. I just love to I hear have this. a rhinoceros and a porcupine. Chew on. It's Hellraiser Gnosis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and call this cuddly little guy, the cuddly. rhinoscopine. I like that. Rhinoscopine. Yep. Right? He's a rhinoscopine. Um, he it has, is Not covered. a porcosaurus? No. A porcosaurus. He's covered in quills, Oof. Um, but is as giant as a regular black rhino. As moody as a rhino? Yes, moody Ooh. as a rhino, too. Still he, has the horns. And he has such but, pain and pleasure but, just to show you. <laughs> He's, you think he's in the S and M? He's in the S but like because he's such like a dominating creature, he's always a sub. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> it's the only way he can get off is if if he's dominated. Come to daddy, right now, Chupine. <laughs> Isolate that. <laughs> so, uh, this guy also has rodent teeth, um, oh. Oh. which oh. makes him extra. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Uh he's also a power bottom. <laughs> of course. Oh, hey. Nice. Bend over. <laughs> I love it. Larry, what do you got? I have a red-eyed tree frog and an armadillo. Ooh. Tree frogadillo. Red-eyed armadillo. There we go. Red-eyed armadillo. Nice. That sounds terrifying. From sounds Texas. Like a 90s song. Yeah. Austin, Texas. And he smokes tons of weed. We could hang. But if you look at him, he's poisonous. Ooh. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So even if you're a badass, like the run, pork, the run, runacapaka fucka. Oh. <laughs> that one. The rhinocopine. Runacopine. Yeah. But he's it, got that natural armor. So that's good. Mm-hmm. 
Right. But it's like the unassuming hippie, and then all of a sudden you try to attack him and he kills you because he's poisonous. Yes. Just saying. It smells like patchouli. Oh. <laughs> sounds That's like a good chip dip. Ben, your I did a cryptid. That's been your episode. Conspiracy therapy, always coming out every Monday. Loving you. Join our closed group. And uh, we're not going to dive too much more into it because you've already heard about the Patreon enough. So you know where to find us. Beer City Media. That's right. Josh, April, Larry, anything you guys want to bring up this week? I know you got a new song out that you just did. Yeah, SoundCloud. It's uh, featuring uh, Ryan Herrig. That's right. Nice. Well, so I'll have to in sample form. RT that. For our fans, maybe share that in the closed group, which you should join. April, anything going on? Uh, nope. Okay. I'm pretty boring. Follow Miss Shoop on Twitter, mm-hmm. at Miss Shoop. Yes. I can say, let's say this comes out on Monday. I'll probably, if you guys, uh, those of us who joined us for our gaming thing on Twitch, uh, next week I should be having a couple days where I plan on streaming Anthem. On Twitch, so mm-hmm. if you are you getting a review copy? Uh, or do your I have a copy. Oh. I have a copy. Okay, yeah. So cool. I'll be playing that for those of you who are have mild interest in it and want to see what the Nerd. gameplay is like. Nerd. And that's at twitch.tv slash Bobo May, which is where we live stream. Nerd. And thanks for everybody who joined us recently. Yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. We just did one on yeah. Sunday. Uh, we'll plan on doing that again, I'm sure, in another month or two. Mm-hmm. March. Yeah. March? On my birthday. Sweet. On your birthday. That's what you'd like? Maybe. Is it in March? Well, uh, but my, yes my, or no. First of the beginning of April. April 3rd. Okay. okay. Uh, anyway. I'm going to cool. look up and see what day it falls on. Anybody have anything? Oh, yeah. Hey, I do, actually. You would have approximately 20 minutes to get hard, jerk off, come, cool down, and start again. That is a sneak peek. That's right. Damn straight. Into something you would know more about if you went on our Patreon. Just saying. Okay. See you next week. Love you. Bye. Extra clever. This has been a presentation of Beer City Media. (laughs) 